Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When the red, red robin comes bum, bum, bumming along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he stops robbing his home. Sweet song. Haunted by the ghost of Christmas past as they repeat the same mistakes over and over. Welcome to Charlton Live. This is the Christmas special. So hello and welcome to Charlton Live. Merry Christmas one and all. I hope you guys... Oh, well, uh, on this week's show, well, as I said, it's the Christmas special. We will be having our Christmas fun and games, as usual, uh, at the end of the show. But in what is possibly the greatest come down of all time, moments after watching the best World Cup final there's ever been, uh, we're going to look back at yesterday's defeat against Bristol Rovers. So I'm Louis Mendes. Joining me to uh, discuss that first up, well, hello and a very Merry Christmas to Nathan Muller. How you doing, Nath? Hello, mate. Hello, everyone. Nice to be here. Yeah, it was, a, was a great game, it. that. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I mean, see, I'm talking about the World Cup one, not the Bristol I, I, one. I, I'm glad you <laughs> clarified that. I'm glad you clarified that. I mean, Amy was asking me earlier, like, is is Mbappe or is Messi, is Ronaldo, like, who, who's the greatest player of all time? And I said, don't rule out Ryan Innes in this conversation. But yeah, that, it was it was a great a great game of football. Also joining us uh, to look back uh, at yesterday's game against Bristol Rovers uh, is Mr. Puddles himself, Joe Puddyfoot. How you doing, Joe? Yeah, very good. Uh, got some Jamaican rum stout to keep me uh, keep me going and keep me sane for the next hour. So pretty happy days over here. 
lovely stuff. Yeah, I forgot to go and get myself a beer, actually, for the Christmas special. Very rare that we do the Christmas special without a beer. A man who I'm sure is uh, well lagered up is uh, Mr. Benji Cloak. How you doing, Ben? I'm good, but not lager. I've got IPAs, mate. Come on, you know me better than that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just a turn of phrase, turn of phrase. Right, so, uh, well, we've got everyone here. Also, later in the show, we've got a special guest joining us. The club photographer, Kyle Andrews, is going to come on and join the quiz uh, as well. So we've got two teams uh, two teams of two uh, to, to play the Charlton Live special quiz. Don't forget, you can play along uh, as well at the end uh, yourself. So um, before we uh, hear the goals uh, from yesterday... Um, I mean, Nathan, I'll just give you the, the, the floor. Um, You've got, you got 30 seconds. What, what do you want to talk about? Oh, 30 seconds ain't long enough, mate, to be honest. But um, no, to be fair, like I'll be honest, at the beginning, I thought we played really well. And I thought, oh, this is a nice change, actually playing well for a change. And um, half-time came, and I went down to have a beer shock. Um, and I was talking to a couple of people, and quite strangely, people were quite positive. And I said, if they score the first goal, they'll win this. And I didn't anticipate it to sort of unfold how it did, <laughs> like just more or less the same player. I mean, it's quite a feat being involved in all three goals, to be fair to him. Um, but we just we just give people goals, mate. Like, we probably have at some point, but I can't remember many games where we get chances like that or just get given goals. And I'm sure obviously the other lads have got plenty of sad about Ryan Innes, but it probably wasn't his finest... Um, his finest game defensively or in, in possession based anyway. And, and it had to be Marquise, didn't it? It had to be him. But um, we go again. <laughs> we've got, we got uh, Brighton on Wednesday. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, sure. Cheers, cheers, cheers for the fixture update, Nath. Right, well, let's have a listen back to the goals from Charlton TV. Uh, from yesterday, uh, very brief highlights, as I'm sure you can uh, understand. Uh, Steve Brown was alongside Greg Stubbley and Charlton Terry Smith. Fraser in front of the scoreboard. Sends it in deep again. Innes the target. Gets his head there. Knocks it goalwards. And it's in! That's going to be Ryan Innes' goal. And I think Stockley got anywhere near it. He dived. But the corner picked out Ryan Innes. And for the first time, he wasn't blocked away by a Bristol Rovers defender. Got a clean contact to the header. And sent it away to the right-hand side of Belshaw for the opening goal. Yeah, no more than we deserve. We've been absolutely dominant in terms of our attack play. We've had multiple opportunities. And actually, you were starting to get to the point where you thought, if we don't score during this period, are we going to live to regret it later on in the game? But thankfully, we've managed to find a way to breach that goal and take the lead, which we thoroughly deserve. Claire for Chol. That puts it to Innes. It's a slightly risky ball. Innes takes his time and he's had the ball poked off him by Marquis. And Marquis finishes. And that sloppiness that we were talking about just now has come back to haunt Chol. As Marquis finishes, and the substitute makes it Charlton 1, Bristol Rovers 1. Yep. Should have looked forward, clear. There was a pass on. We didn't make a run in behind like we, we did do in that first 20 minutes. There was no runner off the shoulder. As he, he's looking forward, he's looking forward. He needs movement. He needs something in front of him so he can be positive and play forward. No, nothing. So we end up driving inside, back across. Innes, completely unaware of his surroundings when he takes the first touch. You know, if you're not sure, why not just get rid of that first time? Just get rid of it first time. Doesn't matter if you bend it into the opposition's channel and we squeeze the line three or four yards. If you're not sure your surroundings, get rid. He wasn't sure, got caught. Brilliant finish. We have to compliment that finish. It was a wonderful finish from Marquis. Keeper had, Maynard Bro had absolutely no chance. This is when I fear for us. I said about the clean sheet. We are not good at reacting when we've made a mistake. Please believe in yourselves and continue to play forward. Don't start hiding. Support. 
Clare's inside, but nothing, nothing available, so he had to go backwards. Maynard Brewer halfway in the Charlton half, finds Lavelle across to Innes, and this time Innes sends it away, but straight to Coots. And uh, they have a break on here with Marquis once more, and he slots it home again, and again it's just from the back. Suicide football from Charlton, gift the ball back to Bristol Rovers. Marquis breaks away and slots home the second. Yeah. Uh, what I would say is, I did say even when we were 1-0 up, looking to go 2-0 and 3-0, my concern is our defence. It always has been and it always will be this season. And sadly, and I take no credit for saying those things, but it's been there all year, all season. We've undone ourselves with some horrendous decisions defensively, whether that's positionally, whether that's passing out, we lose concentration every time we're up against any kind of pressure. We lose concentration and it results in what we're seeing today. There we go. Cheers to the boys. So I mean, it's just another un unbridled disaster at the Valley there. So we, we, I thought we were really good in the first half, which is probably what makes it worse. We had that lead through uh, the header from, from Ryan Innes and we had chances and chances, but then we didn't make it count, Joe. And I mean, how, how many times have we said that this season? It, it feels like we have to say that pretty much every week. Yeah, we've not been very clinical, have we? Um, but I suppose the, the benefit of uh, of yesterday is, is watching us actually create some chances in the box and having shots. I think we've been a little bit shy in the final third in terms of finding the pass and finding the man in, in the area, in and around the area. I thought Jack Payne was excellent in that first half. And I've been calling all season for him to have a bit more of a central role. Um, so pleased to see that... Um, he sort of was able to shine in that position. the The problem is, is that as soon as as soon as you get a knock of confidence, then all of that that fancy football in the first half sort of dissipates into nothing, and it doesn't count for a lot if you're not putting it in the back of the net. And I don't see that problem changing over the well over the rest of the season because I don't see us going out into the market and buying the type of player like Marquis who will just tuck two chances away out of nothing although it, I think that's half his goals this season isn't it so um, he's obviously not informed but yeah we're we're a bit a bit lacklustre in and around the box but at least now we are starting to see some chances but yet again a good 30 minutes and then nothing else for the rest of the game yeah and I mean uh, we, we have to talk about those errors Ben from from Ryan Innes you know fair play to him for getting the goal in the first half yeah that's that's what he is designed to be good at he's, he's six foot seven or whatever and, and he's going to win headers from corners and, and bury them in, in the bottom corner but you know it, it's his turn this week and it's not like he hasn't had a turn before you know we, we do concede unfortunately a lot of goals from our own errors but though they were two absolute shockers I mean the first one he just dilly dallied uh, on the ball and and uh, had his pocket picked by John Marquis and the second one he actually um he actually tried to uh to to clear it and and gave it straight to one of their midfielders who headed it through when he then darted out to try and play Marquis on side offside from his own clearance like every week it's someone it's someone more often than than not it's been Ryan Innes it's been Sam Lavelle it's been it's been one of the center halves but Ryan Ryan certainly had his fair share of turns at being the one who, who has an absolute clangor. Yeah, well, I mean, we look at that Cheltenham game and he made two massive clangers in that game and he was lucky enough not to give away a goal then, wasn't he? Um, I, I, at the time, I turned around and I said to 
my in-laws that I was with. I mean, what can Anthony Hayes do in terms of that? I mean, you you set yourself up. As Nath said, we played so well in that first half and you had, everyone was having a good game. Even like the likes of Sam Lavelle, who's been not great lately. I thought he dominated the game and, and snuffed them out. I mean, we were playing against one of the best strikers in the league at the moment. In uh, Martin, like uh, sorry, Aaron Collins, he's been one, he's been brilliant this season. So we we kept him quiet. We were having a really good game, as and we just so frustrating, so frustrating to give away such a simple error for that goal, wasn't it? It was like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Lavelle's ball to him. You could see these two guys hunting him down, so just boot it away. I don't know why he took that touch and thought he had time, and yeah, typical. John Marquise on the spot. Great finish by him, to be fair. Put it in the best place possible. But then, as Nate said earlier, our heads drop. We lose that bit of confidence. But you just, if we're not able to pass the ball round the back, just don't do it. Get it away, straight away. And and that second one, I mean, it was as if he was playing rugby, wasn't it? I get the ball. Oh, I'll boot it long. Let's all run up together, guys. On our way. I've ran off and I've lost my man. He's behind me. 2-1. It's like unbelievable, really. It was just, I don't know, lack of confidence, caught in two minds. But as I said, he did that the other week against Cheltenham, didn't he? Nearly gifted him a goal. And just so disappointing. You just think, if if you're not willing to pass it around the back, at least look for a man. Look, look down a line. Look to the flanks. But to gift him two goals like that, it's inexcusable, really. And, yeah, you, you feel for the rest of the team because I don't feel the rest of the team deserve to lose that game. And I don't think Bristol were that great in the game. But when you gift them two opportunities, they eat up. And then I think they rode the rest of the game really well because, obviously, they know our heads are down. We haven't won in ages. And they they took full advantage of that. So fair play to them. But, yeah, just you can't see a light at the t- end of the tunnel at the moment, can you? Mm, yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, pretty miserable, isn't it, Naif? <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, we, we can fume about the individual errors that that that, that we have and, and will do, you know. And and it did negate a, a decent first half performance. But again, like I've said, we, we we've said that too often this this season that that's almost irrelevant now. But you know, I, I know you were you were fuming with with the player himself after those mistakes yesterday, but. Just everything. The, 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 there was no one there yesterday. It was freezing cold. There, there's no hope at this moment. We're in disarray. We've got no manager. Um, the squad's looking shaky. We're four points above the drop zone. Merry bloody Christmas, eh? Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. There, there's obviously a lot of factors. And listen, it's not... I don't have a uh, vendetta against Innes. Like if it's, there's been plenty of players this year who've been poor. But it's just frustrating because you can f- see it coming. Um, as soon as they scored scored the first because in the first half I thought Bristol Rovers were quite passive I, did, I I was expecting a lot more aggression from him didn't really and I mean yeah we, we'll be part of that in terms of us playing well but they didn't really press us well um, and then as soon as they scored that first goal as soon as Sam and Innes got the ball they were on them and then we started panicking and then we knew what which way it was going to go and I think when you add it all up and you can see it coming um, I think that's what makes me even more angry because, I mean, like Benji said it as well in at the, just now, like the beginning that and you said it, the first half, we were by far in, we were in control of the game, and literally a split decision 
decision, of, you know, one decision for one player changes the whole com- the whole complexity of the game, it, and you know what's coming. Um, but yeah, the weather didn't help. Um, I had a couple of beers and tried to drown my sorrows. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just frustrating at the moment, and the whole f- thing around the club at the moment is just so negative. Um, and yeah, and, the, and the, the attendance, I I can't remember a league game where the cover end was as sparse as it was, or sparse, whatever the word is. But um, yeah, it was quite it's quite sad really. So. I know we mentioned Brighton game earlier, but hopefully you have a bit a bit better attendance. But um, it's just frustrating at the moment, makes it, it just nothing seems to be changing. And I feel feel sorry for Anthony. Like Ben says, you know what what can you do? You can't you can't eradicate that on the sideline. You can drop him, but then we ain't got no one to play there, so we can't really do much about it, mate. But cry and just get drunk. Responsibly, <laughs> responsibly that is if there's any younger listeners as well when the fun stops stop um well that's gambling isn't it but yeah stop stop that as well right um let's hear what anthony hayes had to say uh after yesterday's defeat then uh against uh, bristol rovers at the valley the addicts caretaker came in to speak to me after the game i asked him for his thoughts on the performance <sighs> honestly difficult at the minute to to put it into words uh, it's it's a game we shouldn't lose uh, an individual error swings the momentum of the game in the second half, um, and and the scoreline at halftime shouldn't be one 0 I mean, the two goals conceded both probably could be looked at as individual errors from from Ryan Innes. What have you said to him after the game today? No, nothing. Ryan's Ryan's a great character. Listen, Ryan's put us into the lead with a wonderful header. He's held his hands up for the two mistakes. We win together, we lose together. Um, and listen, ultimately moving forward as a group, we have to eradicate these mistakes if we're going to pick up points and win football matches mistakes like that have been consistent from the defence at times this season giving the ball away inside their own their own sort of final third or in their own half um, what can the, the sort of coaching staff that you've got in place at the moment do to try and eradicate those mistakes yeah well I, I think what we've tried to do uh, this week in particular is we've talked a lot about being reliable in their own half playing off less touches uh, looking to play forwards and run forwards a little bit more probably some of the stuff that you saw in the in, in certainly the first half um, but listen, ultimately, uh, we can keep coaching them, we can keep working with them. It's up to the players to make the best decisions based on what the opposition are doing. And in those two moments, we don't pick good, we don't pick good decisions and we don't have good execution in terms of technique. I mean, bitterly disappointed. Bitterly disappointed. The mistakes we see like that, and like I so say, we have seen at times this season. What does that come down to? Does it come down to just concentration and confidence in the side? Obviously, on a bad run at the moment as well. Uh, lapses of concentration. Poor decision making, poor execution, maybe poor initial support positions. Uh, there's there's a number of factors, but listen, just based on today's game, that first goal swings the momentum completely of the game. I, I thought in terms of quality of chances, we've been far superior. We've conceded the ball a little bit today, uh, but that was a that was a ploy that I wanted because I wanted them to take the game to us and leave us spaces to go and exploit. Going back to it, the game shouldn't be one 0 at halftime. Yeah, I can see your frustration because I'd say that first half was probably the best we played for for a little while, and, and only to have one goal to show for it probably wasn't what you were expecting on that performance. Not not in terms of the quality of chances that we created. No, um, you know, in terms of their chances, uh, their two goals are their only two clear cut chances in the game, and, and one cross uh, when it was one one. But that's after we've we've given them a, a foothold back in the game. So to create the quality of chances that we've had and to only come in one in at half time at the minute we're not good enough at the minute uh, to score one goal and win games we have to score more than one goal that's where we're at at the minute so we've created enough chances to do that we haven't scored more than one goal and we find ourselves 
giving chances away to the opposition and at the minute we're going through a period where every mistake we make seems to be punished. Confidence seems to sort of be rocked a little bit after those those two goals as well and Bristol Rovers probably looked the more likely in that in that final third of the game. Yeah, I think like I said in terms of control of the game, I thought we controlled the game brilliantly without the ball in the first half, carried a massive threat to their goal, absolutely nullified their threats and they've got a good front line and people like Coburn and Collins. Um, second half I felt the exact same. The goal absolutely swings the momentum of the game. I didn't think we carried enough of a threat with the ball, as we did in the first half, but still had some moments. Um, goals change games, and at the minute, like I said, the mistakes that we're making seems to be punished, and the opportunities we're getting, we're not converting. What do we do to change that? Eradicate mistakes that we're giving away, and keep being more clinical in the final third. To do that, we have to keep creating more chances. Is it, is it hard to sort of shake yourselves out of a little run like the Addicts one now six winless in League One obviously a couple of cup games in there as well is it and is, is confidence quite low around the squad at the moment well I, I wouldn't say you would have said that in the first half you know uh, I haven't watched the, the game back but obviously um, I felt that we were uh, in control playing some good stuff so I wouldn't have said the performance lacked confidence I think after that goal I think it shifts the momentum of course where we're at at the minute and we're not picking up points and wins then you could probably probably sense a little bit of doubt and fear creeping in. Um, you try to change that with, with personnel and maybe changes of shape. Um, but like I said, that, that first goal that we've conceded has, has swung the momentum of the game in their favour. Yeah, I was going to say about the, the, the fact you made so many changes and did tweak the shape a little bit. Did you feel like you've sort of really put your stamp on the side today? Yeah, listen, it's not about me, Louis. It's, we, we prepared the players to win a game of football today and we were prepared to play in two different shapes. Uh, we started in a 4-3-3 because uh, we felt we could really hurt them by asking them to come out. Uh, we were always going to change to a three with, J- um, with uh, Miles and Chucks coming on as a pair. And what a great pair to come on. And that's, that's a positive, you know, getting young Miles back match minutes. But when they changed to a diamond, they were hurting us in the middle of the pitch. And uh, I felt we needed to, to match them up just for a period so we could set ourselves down and find our foothold again in the game, which I felt we did. And then the last throw of the dice was... Uh, was Kirky coming on in a 4-4-2 with the aim with Miles and Chucks to get more crosses into the box but it, it didn't really materialise the, um, the, the, the type of performance today obviously where, where, you've, where you've changed the shape and try and take will you try and take like a positive from, from the opening half an hour 45 minutes yeah well I think <clears throat> I think our biggest issues in an attacking sense has been we've not got in behind teams and we haven't tested defences enough with enough crosses I think that couldn't be said about the team in the first half and in the moments we attacked in the second half. I also tried to solidify the team and to do that we've conceded possession. Uh, we wanted Bristol to come out to leave us spaces to attack. So I don't think tactically there's too much from the game that I look at and go, you know what, we've got loads wrong. The game has been defined by a moment that swung the game and then, you know, Joey could argue that their changes, his changes have, have made the difference and ours haven't. He, um, there's no Craig McGovern in the squad today. Was he sick? I understand. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was one of the ones who, who fell foul to the viruses. Yeah. Is he? Do you think he's got a chance for, for the midweek? Yeah, game? I believe he was back in the building today to do some light gym work. Uh, we'll be off tomorrow, back in Monday, going into Tuesday and then Wednesday. So he'll be available hopefully for selection. Yeah, well, so it's, it's a really busy period coming up now over over Christmas. I guess there some fans will certainly have one eye on the, the relegation zone being four points behind. Still, is that is that something that the players sort of have in mind? Do they? looking over their shoulders at this point? Uh, I I can't speak for the players, but all I'm trying to do and all we're trying to do as a group of staff is take it game by game. My initial feeling coming in from 90 minutes is we should not lose that game of football. If anything, we should win that game of football. But where we're at at the minute, we're losing games of football because of those type of moments that that occurred today. But like I said, we're in it together. We're 
we lose together, we win together. At the minute, we're suffering together, <coughs> and we have to get we have to to get through it. We have to work through it together. Obviously, it's away from league action against Brighton in, in midweek. I mean, it's, what, what sort of team do you think you can put into that? Obviously, there's not a great deal for manoeuvre with with players still out, yeah. injured and ill. But I mean, is this the sort of team you put a, a first team out for? Yeah, I think. Uh, listen. It's a bit of a free hit for us, isn't it? I don't think anyone's expecting us to go and beat Brighton on Wednesday night. Uh, naturally, as a group, we'll prepare to, to try and cause a, an upset. But after today, we have to try and pick the players up. But there will be changes made to that group today, for sure. Cheers. Thanks, Louis. Um, Anthony, it's been a few more both on and off the pitch. Um, sort of mentally, how has that transition sort of been with the players, with the uh, coaching staff of changing and whatnot? It's it's obviously it's been a difficult period. Um, it's never nice when any, anyone loses their job in football. And I've obviously spoken about my admiration for Ben Garner and and the opportunity that he gave me. Um, ultimately, we had to move forward very quickly after it last week. Uh, in terms of the players' response this week today, I don't think attitude or effort could be faulted. Um, quality at the minute. And secondly, there was a fans forum with the owner of the football club, which you may be aware of. Uh, in this fans forum, uh, the owner said that he perceived that Ben Garner had lost the dressing room um, in his final few weeks at the club. Um, have you had to rebuild that relationship with the players and the coaching staff? No, uh, no, I, I wouldn't have said. <coughs> I wouldn't have said uh, he had lost the change room. I think being a manager is difficult to keep a group of 25, 26 players happy because you can only play 11. So you're always going to have players that are unhappy. It's a case of making sure that you keep working with them and you do additional training with them so when their opportunity comes that they're ready to go and, and impact the team and help the team win. Uh, I wouldn't have said he's lost the change room, but the only thing I've changed this week is, or tweet if you want to call it, is we've made sessions a little bit more competitive and consequential to elicit a bit of an emotional response because that's what the game is. Um, so uh, we've tried to do that in training where decisions go against you scores are important, winning's important um, so to, to answer your initial question no I wouldn't have said he lost the change there we go and that's what Anthony had to say I mean let, let's pick up the, la- the last bit there Joe so I mean if the fans forum was this week you know Thomas Sangard had his say on a lot of things as he often does <laughs> and one point I mean, and this is something I know that he has been sending round to certain fans Anyway, he, he's been trying to get the story out there that, that Ben Garner was was um, you know the the the, the 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 next worst thing since the devil. You know the, the manager he himself um, appointed. We should remember in the summer. But one of the things he said um, on the fans forum was that Garner had lost the dressing room, and obviously that was put to Anthony Hayes yesterday. And Anthony said he didn't feel that way. So I mean it it poses a lot of questions because obviously we, we talk a lot about the ownership at the moment. Um, but one thing I can't get my head around is why he's so desperate to discredit a man that he employed six, six weeks ago. And it's not the first one of his employees that he's gone out of the way to try and have a go at. And, um, you know, whether he thinks that's true or not, obviously Anthony Hayes didn't think that's true, but it's just a bizarre thing that he felt like he needed to say. Well, He's, he's the wounded animal just striking left, right and centre, I think, at the minute. Uh, the only way that that can be credibly true is if Sangard is so inept at football ownership that he's got confused between what a dressing room and a boardroom looks like. Because he certainly had lost the boardroom, um, otherwise he'd still be in a job. And, and ultimately, I think Sangard's just trying to save face in a lot of things he's saying at the minute. The comment about... Um, I've forgotten his name. 
Southall, that's it. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. erase him from my memory. The comment about Southall just shows that he's he's he'll say anything to try and save a little bit of face and a little bit of reputation in front of people. And really, the absolute best thing that he could do is admit that he's out of depth, get the right people in uh, on board, get a CEO in, because there's no way that in a year, using recruitment companies, he's not found anyone more qualified than himself, and just admit that he's not he's not cut up to the job. And if he doesn't want to fund it to this level, just come out, be honest and say, I'm looking for someone to take it on because I've done as much as I can. It's, it's not working, but you know, he, he, to save face, he will discredit anyone else around him. And there's been a lot of good people in the club that, that have um, got on the wrong side of Thomas now and, and appear to be on, on the way out or have already left. And it's, it's a massive shame really, because, uh, his ego is more important to him than the actual football club itself, and it should always be that the club is the most important thing. Mm, yeah, and, and and obviously we're paying the price for that uh, at the moment. Um, I mean, we we heard some pretty clear uh, anti Sangard chanting at the game yesterday, Benji. Um, I, I mean, I mean, Joe just brought up the thing about the um, the, the the Matt Southall comment at uh, at the fans forum, whether. You know, whether there was something in it, I mean, it's irrelevant. Southall's an irrelevance. Anyone, anyone who trusts anything he says is, is probably trusting the wrong sort of people there. Probably at, at the same time, probably with with Sangard as well, because we, we've seen he says a lot of things that don't really align with with what we believe to be true at, at, at times. But the fact it was even brought up was completely ridiculous because it does feel like a a little bit of um, of of deflection at a time when we need some leadership and we and we need the club to be uh, put on, on on the right track again. Really, it's just blaming other people and, and trying to deflect for your own shortcomings rather than looking inwardly and and getting things sorted. And whether that means selling the club, which it probably does. You know, and there's all sorts of rumours as we as we spoke about on Thursday out there about what's going on behind the scenes. It's it's everything at the moment is just unhelpful, and it's it's making things pretty miserable. And as we saw in that attendance yesterday, people aren't really on board with what's going on at the moment. Yeah, totally with the attendance uh, comment there. I mean, it's soul destroying looking around the ground at the moment and seeing how empty it is. I mean, I sat in the West Upper yesterday and I could read the valley in the East End and that just shows how empty that was. It's just never able to do that. And you look round and as as Naif said before, it's like so many mates we used to go with just don't come no more. And I think, yeah, Sagar's just lost the crowd, hasn't he? With all that bravado at the start and what I'm going to do. And, and as Joe just said there, now he's kind of digging his own grave, kind of, dragging people in with him and going, oh, yeah, but it could be worse, couldn't it? It's just, come on, we we know as a football club we need to be singing from the same, same hymn sheet for it all to work. And, look, yesterday we, we started off, we scored a goal, we playing really well, and then, look, I don't bl- blame the fans for starting to get on the owner's back when it went 2-1 because... Look, it's one of those things that you kind of start singing, always look on the bright side. But we're at our lowest ebb. I know you said it after the Stockport game on BBC. Like, we are. We are so low now. And we're, what, four points off the relegation zone. And we've got Peterborough in our next game against the top goal scorer in the league. It's it's not looking good, is it? It's one of those things where I looked at the lineup yesterday and you go, oh, yeah, that's, that's probably the best lineup we could put out. And... Yet when we went 1-1, you could only see one team winning it. Our heads went down 
and it's a sad state of affairs and as much as we come on here and we try and sugarcoat it and give everyone that positivity it's hard to look for that positivity it's like we're looking now to Wednesday's game and going how many can we try and keep it at a fair enough score so we're not in, so embarrassed it's it's one of those things yeah. it's, it, we do feel low and we are looking for positives we're all turning up still like because we kind of feel like yeah it's Charlton's our club let's be there let's support them in these times but when the owner's telling us don't worry about things off the pitch I'll tell you what to worry about and it's nothing positive coming from that what, what can we do eh? it's, there needs to be that togetherness but He's not giving us that togetherness to latch onto, is he, really? And this, uh, trying to sell the club is the best thing we can look forward to, but better the devil you know, eh? What, we've mm. been through this enough times. Nate, are we going to get relegated? Four points above the drop zone? Well, uh, I don't know what that noise was. Sorry, mate. Um, a lot of air coming out It's possible, though, of course it is. <laughs> Won't be the first time. Um, yeah, no, I've, I think we, I can't remember, I think it was a couple of weeks ago where I think you asked me the same question and said, you know, like, are we going to go? And I sort of said, well, if we keep going the way we are, then yeah, we will. Um, but I still thought we, at the time, we've got enough in there to turn it around. And I think we have. I, I don't think, we've not got a very deep squad. I'm not saying we've got an amazing squad, but it's a squad that's better, you know, better equipped to be where we are, 100%. And a, a lot of it's confidence. You know, we've said it multiple times on this show already. Confidence, when that goal went in with Bristol, you could see it. You could see every ounce of confidence sap out of those players. And it's sad to see because the crowd feel it. Whether that feeds onto, onto the players, I don't know. But if we, if we aren't careful, mate, then um, it's possible. But when I look around, I, I don't see many... Leaders, you know, like Lavelle was, was a leader at Morecambe. Stockley, I don't, in my opinion, I don't even know why he's captain because he just seems to moan at everyone, in my opinion. Um, Dobbo's had the armband. I know Piercy's on the side now, but we just seem to lack someone who gets, you know, gets the gets the game and just like sort of runs it a little bit. We just look a little bit weak mentally, um, and that's not a great recipe when you're not winning games. Um, and at the moment, it's all cascading, and it's like. We're just rolling down this mountain and we just need to dig our heels in and stop this rot because I I just think that at the moment we're quite lucky that there were worse teams out there and that's pretty evident. But MK Don's had a good win over the weekend so they could start piping up a little bit. Um, but if we're not careful, mate, we can, we can get involved a lot more in a relegation fight. So then it all goes back to January and then do we mm. have to, are we positive enough to... Think are oh, we going to get reinforcements? Because I think if we keep this squad, um, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, yeah, certainly is right. Let's have a look at some of the messages that come in. Don't forget, we've got the Christmas quiz coming up shortly, which should hopefully cheer us up. But um, these are some pretty <laughs> miserable messages, as I'm sure you can uh, imagine. Thanks to everyone who has got involved. Graham says after that shocking performance uh, today, uh, what are the odds we've got to beat Brighton? Is, is it worth a speculative £10? Well, I'm not going to look it up because I, I'm going to imagine it's they're long, but probably arguably not long enough. But yeah, that's um, that, that's got all the potential to be quite a chastening evening uh, on Wednesday against Brighton. Who knows? You know, the cup games, you never know what's going to happen. But you think a Brighton side will put out their um, their, their strongest their strongest side really coming back from the World Cup. Um, 
effectively a glorified friendly for them, but they have also got a big chance of going far in the League Cup, so you'd expect them to be reasonably strong. So Lord knows what's going to happen on, on Wednesday night. Uh, Alan says, when they scored the second goal, it suddenly dawned on me, what are Brighton going to do to us? I'm expecting four or five, but it could easily be eight or any embarrassing score you could think of. I left the game on 90 minutes yesterday. I never leave with five minutes left to go uh, with a chance of getting something from the game, but I couldn't face the booing again and the anger uh, from the fans towards the players when we know it's all main, uh, aimed really at mainly someone... Uh, thousands of miles away. I've got my tickets for Brighton. I uh, wasn't that interested in going until Peter Varney's rallying cry. Uh, we must try and put the club out in a good light if he's going to try and get someone to buy us. I love Boxing Day football and have been arranging seeing family around the Peterborough game. Now I'm thinking like so many other addicts that I can't go from being happy the day before over Christmas to coming away feeling like I did yesterday, angry and depressed over not only uh, what we are watching from the stands, but the slow death of my first love, Charlton Athletic. We must get the sand guards out. Happy Christmas to all of you. That's from uh, that's from Alan. Yeah, cheers, Alan. Happy Christmas. Uh, to you as well. Stuart said, I'm gutted uh, with the second half. The first half was so promising yesterday. It proves that they can play, but all that hard graft and good work was undone by two horrendous mistakes from our centre half. I'm truly gutted uh, tonight. Rachel said, I've got nothing except maybe we can try swapping Innes and Stockley because they seem to be better at doing each other's jobs. Yeah, that's probably quite fair. Actually. I think Innes is at least level, if not outscored Stockley in terms of league games this season. Um, Chris says, this is the worst, at least experienced backroom team we've ever had uh, at the moment. Uh, Paul said, this is the worst team uh, we've ever had. There's no heart from the players who should do the job uh, they take the money for in a real job, getting up at 5.30 and home at 6.30 every day, they'd be sacked. Uh, Justin said, I've never felt so disconnected from the club. Um, CFC47 says, I'm glad the Premiership fans weren't around in the 70s and 80s if they think that is bad um, compared to then. Although Danny says, I I was there from the 80s and this is the lowest uh, we've ever been. Noddy said, um, the uh, current players wouldn't last half a day in a proper job. Uh, Adam says, I I remember being really disinterested when the team... Uh, we went through the spell of signing ex-plane players like Lee, uh, on loan and the likes of Lee Martin and Chris Eagles and Nathan Eccleston, but this lot are taking the mick, uh, to be honest. A couple of emails as well. I've got too many emails to go through completely, but I'll just bring a couple of them. Uh, Robert Barr says, back-to-back home defeats in, against Bristol and Cheltenham has shown that we are in a relegation battle this season. Two games when stupid individual errors have cost us and given the opposition the three points. This club is a shambles with Thomas Sangard. He must take responsibility and needs to publicly explain what he's going to do to ensure we don't get relegated. Hayes is out of his depth and must not take charge of the Boxing Day game. Whatever happens at Cholton uh, needs to happen as soon as possible as we cannot afford to wait. Otherwise, we will be in the bottom four fighting for our lives. Shambles. Only one Christmas, uh, which all Cholton fans uh, want this year, one Christmas present, and that is for Guitar Boy. Uh, to go. That's from Robert. Michael said a controversial observation. As soon as parts of the home crowd started singing the anti-Sangard stuff in the second half, uh, the team started to mess it up on the pitch. Individual errors to blame for both goals, no doubt, but I can't help but feeling that those fans deciding to start an anti-ownership chance midway through the second half, whilst we were winning, distracted the team and contributed to a shift in momentum, uh, given the eventual mistakes. I mean, I I never really buy into that sort of thing, Joe. I mean, uh, there's no way that Ryan Innes is is in possession of the ball and thinking, what was that song they were singing five minutes ago? I think we're covering for the fact that we just have a rubbish team, unfortunately. I mean, they were making the same mistakes the last few weeks when there haven't been anti-owner chance as well. That's the way I see it, Joe. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um, I, I don't know what Innes was thinking about, assume, uh, presumably what he was going to have for dinner, but he certainly wasn't thinking about anything that was happening within the football stadium because he dallied for so long trying to make up his mind on what on whatever he was thinking about that, that the time the, the chance had gone. But I mean, overall, 
it, I don't think it necessarily matters too much what's happening in the stands. I think the players are, are fighting their own battle. Maybe if there was more people there and you were chanting and getting behind them, it might give them that extra little bit bit of a percentage. But I don't think the players can look at the fans and genuinely say that they deserve more than they're getting. And, and I don't think that... That, that protests are necessarily a problem. Our record when we're protesting is is actually pretty good. I think we've only lost one um, at any of the games that we've protested at in my lifetime. So um, I, I actually think it, it, by and large, it's actually been a force for good in a, in a weird kind of way. Because so I think it unsettles the opposition more um, on the basis of they only see it once when they come to Charlton, whereas our players seem to see it most seasons, to be fair. because so we always seem to be a little bit sort of perennially disappointed. Mm. Right, Duncan says, what a mess. I didn't go yesterday, so I can't comment on the performance. Uh, but it was a very disappointing result. We are plummeting and at a serious risk of relegation. If there is a takeover, we need such a massive overhaul of the squad that it won't be possible to do it just in the January uh, window. I'm worried uh, this is the worst league position and team I've seen in my 42 years of supporting Charlton. On uh, January the 7th, I turned 50. I always look forward to watching us play on my birthday. Usually it's the excitement of the FA Cup third round and the hope of a cup run. We didn't even make it that far this season. What saddens me is that I don't think I can be bothered to go and spoil my special day. Can you say anything to change my mind? Will things get better? Uh, Not really. The only thing, I mean, I know what you mean about not wanting to go and spoil your day. I mean, the only thing is, you you never know, you might miss a 4-4 against Ipswich, that style of the game. Even in this season, you you get your little moments. But yeah, it's, it's tough tough at the moment David says it was going so well until we forgot that we can't play it out from the back not once but twice just a thought oh, would it be possible for Jason Pierce to play for us again he's sadly missed at the back as well yeah I mean I was one who in the summer did say I, I would have given him another year I mean I'm not sure he would have fitted the, the style of play that Ben Garner wanted us to play and then Anthony Hayes is keeping us playing but I mean the fact is none of our players <laughs> at the back seem to fit that anyway so we are in uh in trouble there. Finally, uh, Chris says uh, we are in trouble. Uh, we can talk about the positives like we created much better chances and we got the ball forward in the first 30 minutes uh, but the same issues that we have had for the last couple of years remain regardless of who our manager has been. Uh, we can only play well in short spells and we give away goals at the back. And the most important thing now is that we get a manager who can wring the absolute maximum out of these players. Forgot the f- forget the football philosophy. We are in the relegation danger. Uh, we need a significant squad overhaul but I'm thinking there is too much work to be done for a January transfer window uh, alone I'm quite nervous for what Brighton might do to us on Wednesday let's hope we can somehow transform ourselves into Premier League beaters happy Sunday to you all that's from Chris cheers Chris and uh, yeah a couple more emails that came in just sort of um, just as we we're about to record I haven't got time for all of them unfortunately but thanks to those of you who have uh, contacted the show uh, not just uh, this uh, this week but throughout the uh, the entirety of uh, this year and uh, we, re- we really do appreciate everyone who gets in, in contact with this show. Right, we're going to have a quick break. When we come back, we're going to try and relax a bit, have our Christmas quiz, uh, try and enjoy ourselves for the final little bit uh, of uh, this Christmas special. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Jaden Stockley. Charlton Live. Right, welcome back to Charlton Live. Uh, well, this is our Christmas special for 2022. We've we've made ourselves miserable enough uh, talking about uh, the uh, well, the fact that we're a rubbish football team and, and a pretty pretty shambolic football club. So we're, we're going to celebrate now everything that's good about Charlton with a, with a quiz, uh, as we always do at the end of. Uh, of every calendar year, our Christmas quiz, uh, and we've got a special guest joining us to have uh, to play part of the quiz as well. So, uh, welcome to uh, well, the club's uh, official photographer, Kyle Andrews. How are you doing, Kyle? Uh, I'm not sure about special guest, but I'm a guest. No, it's special in many ways. I, I don't like to. I, I, I wouldn't like to share that with the audience, of course. But are you well? Are you looking forward to being? It's your first time on the Charlton Live Christmas quiz. Have, have you been revising? Uh, no, looking forward to getting embarrassed. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Excellent stuff. Well, so there's four of us now um, on 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 the on the call. So I did do a draw for the uh, for the quiz earlier. So we've got two teams. Team uh, one is Kyle and Ben, and team two uh, is Joe and Nave. So Ben, I know you you've come up with a with a quiz name, uh, which I, I will let you say. So uh, Ben, what's what's your quiz team name? It's a bad Santa card, but I don't want to get uh, Carl in trouble, so it's all my doing, that one is. Yeah, yeah, okay, so it's bad Santa cards. And now, Nathan and Joe, I don't know if you just want to nick the, the one you've used before, or have you come up with one that you're going to use for this quiz? I think JP, JP's got it, JP's the man on this one. Well, I sent, oh, one, to, on. I sent one to Nathan, but I've changed my mind a little bit. So we, we were going to go with Guitar Heroes, but I'm now thinking Guitar Zeros might be more apt. <laughs> yeah, I like that, Guitar Zeros, excellent stuff. So it's going to be the Bad Santa Guards against the uh, Guitar Zeros. Right, I'm, I've, I've got two sets of questions. There's ten questions uh, for each team overall. Now, um, every year someone moans that I've given them too hard or too easy questions. So to make it sort of random, I've got... Not a coin. I've got like a wooden robin from a Christmas tree here because I haven't got a coin anywhere near. So I'm going to throw it up in the air. Nathan, I'm going to let you call it. So heads, I'm going to say, is the side with the red breast on the front. And Ooh. tails is the side that hasn't got that on the front. So if you want heads or tails, I'll let you, I'll let you choose. So uh, call it now. Heads. Heads, right. I've flicked it. Oh, it's landed on tails. So uh, Ben, do you want to be in question in, in column one or column two for the questions? Uh, <laughs> we'll go column two. Column two, right. So the bad Santa guards are going to go second uh, in the uh, questions and uh, guitar zeros are going to go first. So we've got, as I said, we've got 10 questions. Some of them are just normal questions. Some of them are audio questions. Uh, you will be allowed to confer between the two teams. That There won't be any passing over of questions uh, like for points because that would just get too confusing on my little spreadsheet uh, I've made. Now, of course, uh, every year um, I give you a buzzer for when you get a question wrong and for when you get a question right. So hopefully you guys are going to be able to hear this, but this is what you'll hear when you get a question wrong. We're not strong enough. We've not got the depth. There we go. So that's Ben Garner after the, the, the game, one of the games, wasn't it, where he, he uh, well, basically got himself sacked, if we're being honest. And if you get a question right, well, of course, what else but this? But it's another point on the board. Another point on the board there for, for Nathan. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I knew I was going to get some good some usage out of that out of that this uh, this season. Right, so they're the buzzers. Um, I've got ten questions. We're going to start off then with the guitar zeros. Um, so this is for for Nathan and for Joe. Um, so you're allowed to confer between yourselves. So uh, question number one, and, and some of you will moan these are too easy. Some of them will moan these are too hard. But e- easy question number one for for Joe and for Nathan. The guitar zeros. How many league games have we lost at home this season? 
Go on, JP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 you, you stole my uh, line. So, um, <laughs> I was thinking, how many, have we, I'm tr- how many games have we played so far this season? Mm. One thing I will one? say is no cheating as well. So no no league tables up or anything like that. Oh, no, there's no I, point I, doing yeah. it otherwise. No. I'm trying to think how many how many games we've played. So we about must be halfway. So what, 20 odd? And how many games have we lost? So Cheltenham yesterday. Uh, did we lose to Forest Green? At home. Oh my god. That was a really. MK Dons we lost, didn't we? Because that's when they sat behind a ball. Yeah. So that's just for the record, three. I always put the easiest question first as well. So this <laughs> oh, start. Blinding. Oh, I'm going to say, unless you think otherwise, I'm going to say, because I can only think of three. I can only think of MK. We've drawn Bristol. a lot, haven't we? Yeah. We've drawn a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with three unless yeah. you want to overrule me. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I, I, I had a feeling it was high, more towards the five, but as, I, I, okay. I, I, I do think we've drawn a lot, so I'll go with three. Yeah, final answer. Yeah, yeah. go on. But it's another point on the board. Go on, Mon, then. Come on, JP. Yeah, three. <laughs> we have uh, indeed, including yesterday's game, we've uh, also lost to MK and to Cheltenham uh, at home as what well. Was the forest, so the, what was Forest Green? Forest Green, forest green uh, was one all. Oh, yeah. okay, fine. I was away for that yeah. game, so that's why I sort of got yeah. confused. Yeah, there we go. Uh, getting excuses in early. Right, uh, to the bad Santa guard. So this is Kyle and to Ben. How many league games have we lost away from home this season? From home, Barnsley, Port Vale, we lost. Those are the two I was at. Come on, Kyle, <laughs> you, 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 you've got to do some conferring here, Kyle. I think. Uh, I feel we might have lost Kyle. So this no, I'm here. Oh, sorry, he, he's here. Right, oh, right. he's, he's thinking. Just Leave him alone. League, league games, games yeah. league games away from home. How many have we lost? Okay, so as Benji said, Port Vale and uh, Barnsley, Sheffield Wednesday, Bolton. Yeah. Um. Got miserable days out of bed. Um, Too many to count, really, isn't it? Burton was well, a draw, wasn't it? Burton was a draw. Um. This must be brilliant for the listener. Yeah, right. So I'm going to push you for an answer then, <laughs> guys. You need to, um, need to come up with an answer. Uh, I've got a feeling that we've lost nine overall. So I'm going to say six, but that's uh, that, that's me. I can think of four. Well, our home form is better than our away, isn't it? And we've lost to Bristol Rovers, Cheltenham in the last couple of weeks at home. Right, come on then, Ben. We need an answer. Six, Jeffrey, six, Ben. Yeah, yeah, go for it, mate. You've been to more than me. We're not strong enough. We've not got the depth. It was, uh, it was four, I'm afraid, and I think you said oh. all four as well. So said all after, four, after one question each, it's one nil to uh, the guitar zeros. Nine questions left to go. You can, you can come back, boys. Don't worry. Right, question two for guitar zeros. Joe and Nath, uh, who was Jez Raksaki's <laughs> first league goal of this season against? Plymouth Argyle. 100%. That was when he literally tore their left back. 100%. Okay. Unless you think unless you think I'm wrong, JP. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doubting myself now. I'm saying 85% confident <laughs> after that. Because <laughs> of the silence. And I'm like, oh, 
Oh, mate, I might have screwed up here. But it, it was I, it was when it, you came in straight away. I was so impressed. I was just sat here and all. Because that was his first game. It was the night game, and he was yeah. on fire. And I remember tweeting because I was tweeting my brother about it, and he's a Palace fan. Yeah, and I'm no, sure I, that, it, it, that does that does ring a bell as well. Cause, but um, he also scored away though, but I can't remember against who. But I don't know if that was after. Uh, I, but, I mean, I would ripping quiz say, action here. I would say, I would say, just go for go for Plymouth. See, your gut, your gut instinct must be. Yeah, I mean, right don't kill me if I'm wrong though. <laughs> don't right. charge me double next week. <laughs> yeah. right, you got to say, say final answer, no? Final answer, final answer, Plymouth Argyle. But it's another point on the board. Strong work. Here we two, go, son. Two nil, two guitar zeros. Right to, for team two, the bad Santa guards. Uh, who was Corey Blackett Taylor's first league goal against this season? Derby. Yeah, that's easy. First goal of the season. Yeah, but it's another point on the board. Well, there we Love go. That. So, well, it was two-one uh, to the uh, guitar zeros uh, after two questions apiece. Right, this is our first audio uh, question. Uh, this one goes to the Guitar Zeros. So it's a Cholton goal. Uh, I'm going to play it here. You need to tell me who scored it and who it was against. Tail over on the right-hand side and Fraser with an important intervention. And now Cholton will look to break Kirk. Out left to... It's got space. Throw on goal. Doubles Charles lead. The counter-attack. We talked about it just now. Charlie Kirk with the assist. What we saying, Nathan Joe? Oh, that's hard because I thought it was. I I thought it was Dobbo against Ipswich at first, but he said double Charlton's lead, so yeah. it can't be that one. It, it was a Fraser. Fraser blocked it. I can picture it. I can picture it in my head. It was um, when that the defender sort of rifled it against Fraser, and it went through to it went through. It broke to Kirk, and he just played a lovely little through ball. I'm, I don't know why, but I'm was thinking, it at home? Yeah, I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I, I'm thinking maybe even Jaya see me, which feels weird. Who scored it? Yeah, has he but scored feels, this season? Well, yeah, that's why it feels weird. It, whoever, whoever it was, I'm fairly, fairly sure they held off the defender. What, what, what about uh, who, who scored against Pompey? They, were, they came, they came in. I mean, I know, I know it's easy to say. They definitely came in from. I can picture the entire goal apart from that. What colour kit were the other team wearing? <laughs> uh, not red. <laughs> I can picture the entire the, the goal old, apart it, from the man who scored it. Who they scored it against. No, I, I'm sure. No, blue. No, maybe. So right. So is that? So it's got to be. It's got to be right? Ipswich then. Maybe Ipswich, Ipswich or Pompey. But then, uh, but we went Ipswich or Pompey. Oh mate, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. No, we, we, it isn't Ipswich because we went 2-0 down in both games. Uh, we, right. we went two behind, didn't we, and came back. So it's got yeah. to be Pompey, 2-0. Right, he scored. And, then, and, it's, and it's got the first one because that's when I won a couple of dollars. <laughs> and who, when you were celebrating... Who scored last? So who scored that middle one? Uh, 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 You're saying, Lou, you ain't pushing them for time. Uh, I, uh, we are, we, yeah, I am, I'm going to start pushing. Right. I, need a, I need an answer in the next 10 uh, seconds. He's, he's not pushing because it's riveting. Um... Yeah. Uh, who scored that second goal? It weren't Jai Samey because he was injured. Was it, was it uh, Corey? Did Corey five, score Yeah, Corey. Yeah, go for that right, one. Go, go, final Corey. answer, Corey. P- Portsmouth then. But it's another God's point sake. on the board. <laughs> oh, mate. How have we lovely, managed that? Lovely, lovely, lovely. That was an incredible bit of... Uh, it's, it's really enjoyable to watch the process of your minds working well, uh, in real time. Was, right, this, 
there was the blue bit. Once he said blue, I said it's got to be Pompey because it can't be Ipswich. Yeah, ex- excellent memory there. Right, uh, bad Santa guards. This is your goal, so I need you to tell me who scored this goal and who it was against. Run well there, Kirk. Taking on Wheeler. Ball into the box oh, behind everybody. Well, if oh, does, takes it on his right. Finish! Yes. Oh, show him equalise! Immediately! Get up. Loose on the edge of the six-yard box. The composure the young man had well, to go one way, Wheeler. take it back on his right foot. The shot took a deflection. And let's try check with no chance at all. It's back at 1-1 within two minutes. Kyle, is that um, Raksaki against Wickham? I think. Yes, yeah, 100%. I was at a barbecue Great that day and I remember Flash score popping up twice and then I heard Wheeler and I think he plays for Wickham. Yeah, so. yeah David Wheeler plays for Wickham. Job done. But it's another point on the yeah. board. Yeah, no, I'm real from you, Ben. You, guys. You, were, you were bang on it. You were bang on it. So after three questions apiece, uh, the Guitar Zeros, who've uh, not put a foot wrong yet, uh, lead by three points to two. Right. Um, guitar Zeros, this is a... A question on appearances. Now, there's two players who have started the joint most uh, outfield uh, league games this season, right? So I only need one of them. So there's uh, two players. You just need to tell me uh, which uh, which uh, one one of the two players who've started the joint most uh, league games uh, so far this season. Dobbo's got to be one. Jojo's got to be up there. Isn't he? Dobbo didn't yeah. start the derby game, but that was like one game. But yeah, you'd think... Uh, it's got to be those two. Got, yeah, we'll, we'll go with Dobbo. If Louis' second know. question is, what's the other player? Then we've absolutely... <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, we'll, too, we'll, 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 we'll go Dobbo then, JP. Yeah? Because, uh, yeah, it makes sense. It was like, Jojo, in, Jojo, was in, Jojo was in for the start of the season, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, jo- Jojo yeah. started every game until he got injured, but I don't know how many games he's missed since then, so he might have dropped. Well, the World since... Cup's been on, so. So, yeah, should we go Dobbo? Y- yeah, go Dobbo. Yeah, final answer yeah. Dobbo. But it's another point on the board. Yeah. I actually gave away a, a clue in that, so I was hoping you were going to say George Dobson, but, uh, uh, or Jojo Wallacott, because the, the other one was Scott Fraser. Um, oh, well, I got that. So I, I, at one point, I did say outfield, which I didn't mean to, but he got it anyway, so it's fine. Right, so, <laughs> I, I completely missed that. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that when you started talking about Jojo Wallacott. <laughs> right, so team two, the bad Santa cards. Uh, who has made the most league appearances off the bench this season? Uh, I know this one. It's Jack oh. Payne. Is it? Oh, I'm, I'm that, but 99% sure. certain it's Jack yeah. What, what, what's your what's your thought process behind behind that, Kyle? The fact that he's <laughs> the bench most games. Uh, um, <laughs> that's that's it's, a pretty it's solid or, thought process. It's it's him or Miles, and Miles obviously spent a bit of time out injured. And yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say Payne. Final answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah for that, Ben. Seems so assured. Yeah, I was gonna say him. Or Morgan, maybe, but if you're assured on pain... Morgan started a few games at the start of the season, so yeah, I'm paying, paying. But it's another point on the board. That's decent. Yeah, he's made 15 appearances. Yeah, no, he's made 15 appearances off the bench, Jack Payne. Uh, So not too bad. Right, um, it's uh, 4-3 to the Guitar Zeros. Fifth question for them. They still are not... Uh, missed a, a step so far. Uh, what is the earliest league goal we've scored this season? So I need the scorer who it was against. The earliest league goal we scored this season. Oh, God. Well, Plymouth, Raksaki was quite early, wasn't it? Because we was like two, three or four up at half-time against Plymouth. 
But then I suppose were, they could have all come league we were, game. We were a lot, a lot up there. But then we had a lot towards the. We had the second goal didn't come for a long time, did it? Mm. Doesn't matter when the second goal came, really, does it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for the amount of goals, I'd have to say that one. But then I don't remember it being like a, a really couple of, into it, a couple of minutes though. Dar- Derby was late, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I don't really, I can't think. It's, uh, did you say anyone, mate, or any, uh, home or away, or just did you say home? Yeah, game? it's just earliest league goal we've scored oh. this season. Oh, home mate, or away. oh, I could be I in mean, a bit of bother here, then, mate. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy right, to come go on. with that. All right, we'll, we'll do Raksaki Plymouth. We're, we're not strong enough, we've not got the depth. I'm afraid yeah. you've got that bang wrong. The answer is Scott Fraser away to Bolton after just four minutes. So uh, it's uh, a chance for the bad Santa guards to draw a level here. Uh, you might guess what the question is. What's the earliest league goal we've conceded this season? So the earliest we've conceded a league goal in a game. Oh, I thought you were going to say the last goal. I was going to say that's easy. Dobbo, yeah. <laughs> what, 90 oh, plus 40? Play along at home. Because we conceded pretty quick after Bowen, didn't we? It could, it could be Wickham. Because obviously we then equalised in the first half. So that might be. That or Bolton. Didn't we concede pretty yeah. quick against Bolton? How early did we see, concede the first against Ipswich? No, that was just for half-time. That was a corner yes. just for half-time. I remember saying to my mate. And just for I'm the record, for, that... the, for the goal we've conceded, we only need the team rather than the scorer because obviously that's a bit much. But... Oh, so, I was just thinking Bolton because I remember it Bolton popping up and celebrating and then we conceded straight away. I can't uh, I'm, happy to go, I'm happy to go with Bolton if... if... If that's, that's what you're thinking. one I can think of. So what's your final yeah. answer, please, chaps? Go on, yeah, then. I think I'll you. go Bolton. Sorry, it's on me. But it's another point on the board. Yes! Oh, they've drawn level. Wow, wow, wow. What a quiz this is turning into. Five questions asked each. It's 4-4 four, four indeed. Connor Bradley scored after just nine minutes. So we had our earliest goal that we've scored that season up at the uh, Uni Bowl. And then we conceded the earliest we've scored so far this season uh, against Connor Bradley as well. It was 1-1 after nine minutes. Right, the next one is also an audio question. This is for the Guitar Zeros. Now, I've clipped uh, one of Ben Garner's post-match <laughs> interviews. He's talking about a game. <laughs> Uh, I need you, Joe and Naif, uh, to tell me uh, which game is he talking about here. Yeah, very much so. Um, Really, really strong performance. As you say, so many positives in there. Uh, We just need to be a bit more clinical. And we we got punished for one moment where we we didn't defend our box well enough. But other than that, a really strong performance against, you know, one of the most difficult places to come for sure. And uh, I'm really pleased with the overall performance and just disappointed we didn't take anything from the game. Joe and I think I know this one straight away. I think I know this one. JP, do you have a do you have an inkling at all? <clears throat> no. I, I, and do, do you know the only reason I think I know this is because of the, the lawnmower in the background. <laughs> well, it's a point it's actually that, Nate, but I do I do pitch side interviews up and down the country and there is always a lawnmower in the background <laughs> but I remember watching this on because I remember it was I'm pretty sure it's Sheffield Wednesday because we played really well and it was Peaceful one moment <laughs> and I remember watching the posting on Charlton TV and I remember the lawnmower geese walking around I'm sure it's it, it's not that one Lawn, who else lawnmowers so are the bane of my what, life because they what are was always the res- there, what was the result against Sheffield Wednesday we lost we lost 1-0 where we played really well 
and lost. Well, that makes that makes sense then, because he said he, he said that we one of the best teams in the league. It. We didn't defend. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so the only other thing I was thinking of maybe Barnsley, but we, I think we lost three 0 against Barnsley. I think or four 0 or whatever. So I, I'd go, I'd go Wednesday. Go on in. You and your, uh, you sh- your sh- lawnmower sh- knowledge. Sheffield Wednesday away, final answer, Chris. But it's another point on the board. Oh, mate, come on. Lovely, son. lovely, lovely. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday away early on in the season. We were beaten by a goal to nil, but did play quite well. Uh, and as Nathan pointed out there, they uh, took a lawnmower to the pitch at full time. Right, it's 5 4 to the Guitar Zeros, but uh, bad Santa Guards are about to have their sixth question. This is uh, an audio question. Uh, what game is Ben Garner speaking about here? Uh, yeah, not good nothing in both boxes would be the, the perfect summary of it. I think uh, between the two boxes, much, much the better side, particularly first half. Um, but there's a wonder strike, and we don't take our chances, and, but then you can't give the two goals away that we did second half you know it was it was soft it was it was cheap um, and effectively that wrote the game off for us what are you thinking Ben and Kyle one the strike makes makes me think it's Barnsley because their first goal was pretty ridiculous oh man that was that again well the two goals were comical at the end weren't they was there a lawnmower in the background there? There was also a lawnmower in the background. So it, it could yeah. be Wednesday. <laughs> could be anywhere with grass. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there any grass there? That would help. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm yeah, there was a one to go. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, and there was two comical goals. Yeah. Go on. Kyle's gone with his instinct. Yeah, Barnsley. Yes, please. But it's another point on the board. Oh, what a quiz this is hotting up into. Correct answer. It's 5-5 five, five after six questions each. Right, back to... Uh, another normal question that I'm going to ask for the Guitar Zeros. How many clean sheets have we kept in League One this season? Oh, mate, this should, we should, this should be easy, JP. He's got to be on one hand. One, one, one or two? We've got to think about this logically. How many, how many games have we played where there's been a lawnmower present in the stadium? And then to work backwards from there. <laughs> How many games oh, have they not, not mowed the grass inside our goal, Nate? That's the question, because it's not been touched. Well, yeah, it depends what type of lawnmower it is, because there's loads of different ones out there. Quite good ones. But that'll be for another show, to be honest. But, um, but So if we think about it logically, right, Derby's one. Yep, Derby. Pom- yep. P- Pompey, Pompey's one. Have we kept an away clean sheet in the league? I'm I can't sure think of one, sure but I've not gone to every game. I'm sure we've had some sort of nil-nil away. Some sort of... A team. Oh. A team. That's yeah, free. Definitely. Yeah. I love the logic this team has. We've, play- <laughs> we've played teams this oh. season. We have. Uh, uh, no, I think we have. I think we have. Uh, one, two. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty saying sure three or four. Know. I'd say three or four, but I'm, I'm not sure because I don't know who that nil-nil was against. So we got Pompey. Pompey. Shrewsbury. We won one nil. Pompey, right. Shrewsbury, and Derby, and that's all I can think of. I, I'm sure we've had a nil-nil as well. I'm sh- I'm pretty nil-nil. Confident. Yeah, I don't. I can't well, tell you. We're gonna have to start pushing you boys. Right. So we need yeah, an answer four, within the next answer. ten seconds. Four. Four. Yeah. But it's another point on the board. Oh, I love that JP. Wow, excellent quiz in there. Yet yeah, four. Um, Shrewsbury, Lincoln, Pompey, and Derby. Um, yeah, it's not very good, is it? <laughs> we've only had four. Was, was right. Lincoln nil-nil? Yeah, Lincoln was a nil-nil. That was our eighth game without a win at that point. 
Uh, right, uh, bad Santa guards, you need to you need to get this one to draw back onto level terms. This is your seventh question of ten. You're losing six five. How many times have we failed to score this season? Jesus Christ! Um, I said one there, Lincoln. So yeah, right. Sheffield uh, Wednesday. Right? Yeah, I don't know how Corey Braggetale didn't score in that game. <laughs> uh, Cheltenham from last Friday. Cheltenham, Port Vale. Port Vale. Bar- oh no, Payne scored against Barnsley. Um, so Lincoln, Cheltenham, Sheffield Wednesday, three. MK Dons. Um, oh got... yeah, two 0 at home. Yeah, yeah. That that's five, I think. Is it? Sheffield so, Wednesday, Lincoln, MK Dons, Port Vale, Ch- Cheltenham. Is that five? Yeah. Go for it, then. Five. Yeah. You going for it? Final answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's another point on the board. Oh wow, these 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 are two quiz teams at the very top of their game. It really is an honour. Uh, I mean, the, the the day we see Lionel Messi win the World Cup and then we see this quiz performance, it really is a, an incredible time uh, to be alive. Right, this is a this round is a penalty shootout special at round number eight. Um, so. Uh, bear in mind when I start asking you questions that the other question is also about penalty shootouts so don't give away the answer to the other one uh, Naif and, and Joe when you go first so Guitar Zeros I want to know who scored the winning penalty against QPR in the League Cup earlier on this season oh, that is proper savage <laughs> is it um, the winning penalty QPR uh, it wasn't it wasn't Henry, was it? Did he take a penalty? He scored, a, he, he tucked, didn't he? But I don't know. I want to know who it was rather than who it wasn't, by the way, Nave, because we'll be here all night. <laughs> any any uh, input, JP? I mean... It's right. a weakened team, so... It was a weakened team. I think. It was a weakened team. I just feel... Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm I'm willing to go with you. I don't know, I don't know if there's... It's, it's, I don't know if it's going to be some sort of like. Well, you're willing to go with him. He hasn't given one yet. Well, you said Henry. <laughs> uh, Henry, who else, who else played I... in that game? So we had um, Henry was uh, Stockley. Wouldn't Lee? You imagine Lee, Lee Burn? Burn would have had some minutes. Kirky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't know, I'm just going to go for. Is um, O'Connell scored, you know. scored in a shootout this season? Uh, I have no mate. idea, mate. Why do you think it's him, O'Connell? Do you want to go with him? I don't. I don't think it's him. I'm just trying to think of all the players that I, th- I remember scoring one. <laughs> right, you got 15 seconds for an answer. Oh. Let's go with. Go, let's go with your. You. You instantly went Henry. No, right? that, that, yeah, but that was because he scored though. But then O'Connell. What makes you say O'Connell? We've got 10 seconds. Because well, I remember just go O'Connell. Penalty, but. All right, go on then, O'Connell. Final answer. But it's another point on the board. Oh wow, that, that is JP. outrageous! It wasn't even, it wasn't even, wow. a, 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 it wasn't even in the in the running until the last few seconds, and it, it was indeed Owen O'Connell who scored the winning penalty. Right, who scored? Bad Santa guards. Who scored the winning penalty at Stevenage in the League Cup? Scott Fraser. <laughs> Done. Go on, Kyle. I'm loving that confidence. But it's another point on the board. Yeah, no discussion <laughs> needed there. That was <laughs> that was the confidence that he needs 
I feel like Carl does cheat because he he does get to take the photos of all these That's uh, iconic I, moments. I love that, Carl. That's why I knew it was. I, I knew your question you were going to ask, and I remember taking a photo. So. There we go. Yep. Right. Well, we are we are two questions away from the, a tiebreaker at this point. It's seven seven after eight questions each. I mean, this is up there with one of the greatest quizzes we've ever had on Charlton Live. Right. This is our final audio round uh, for the Guitar Zeros. Now, this is a goal we've conceded, and again, I only need the the team that we've conceded against. Uh, this might be easy, really, because I, I think I've left the name of the scorers in there. But I mean, it will separate the weak from the chaff. So here we go. Um, to uh, to Joe and to Nathan, uh, what team have we conceded this goal against? Decent looking ball, Dobson trying to get back, but Butterworth is there. Comes inside, Butterworth still with it. Butterworth will go for goal and finishes. The diagonal ball finds Butterworth. He's able to get the better of Dobson. Cuts inside, Innes and then Lavelle manages to find the far corner. What are we saying? Who? Uh, what Paul team Val. did? Uh, you there straight away? Paul Val. Paul Val yeah. away. One nil. Remember yeah, that yeah. one? Hundred percent. Yeah. What's your? Well, what's that based on? Because I know Daniel Butterworth plays for. That's it. <laughs> and it's oh, a good decent little touch. That's too easy then. That's too easy then. <laughs> but it's another point on the board. There we go. Right. Well, you better hope. Um, it's bad Santa Garza. You know the opposition teams as well as Nathan does. Uh, who scored uh, this goal against us? It's a header on it, but straight into uh, no man's land. Really, and it's picked up by Brown take a shot on goal and he scores first shot in anger in the whole game after 10 minutes and it's the away team that have taken the lead because of it yeah sums it up long ball headed back down nobody taking responsibility to win the knockdowns tempo's been nowhere near I thought it'd be nice to hear Brown he's slagging off someone defending on, on, on the Christmas special um, what we're saying Ben and Kyle the problem is there's quite a lot of People call Brown, um, so that doesn't really narrow it down. Steve, oh, I thought that was Giovanni Brown of Exeter. No, we were, no, we were two yeah. up. Um, wow. If we gone behind two at home, quite a lot of teams. Yeah, at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, oh, this is—you can feel the tension. You can cut it with a knife. Brown. Stop saying Brown. Just say the team he scored for. <laughs> Um. Oh, wow. oh, Oxford. Oh, yeah. Brown. Marcus Brown. He yeah. scored that goal. We were always interested in him and he was always injured. Yes, Kyle. Marcus Brown, Louis. But it's another point on the board. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's well Again, done, they pulled it out of the fire. Wow, look at that. It's 8-8 going into the final round of questions. We do have a tiebreaker if needs be. Uh, this is an Anthony Hayes special. Uh, and again, I can't decide which one of these two is the easier question. But if you know you're Anthony Hayes, like I do, uh, then you should get them both. Right, so well, you need this Guitar Zeros to take a 9-8 lead and put the pressure on to the bad Santa guards. Joe and Knife, what town in Ireland is Anthony Hayes from? Oh, this is fuming because I <laughs> bumped into Niall Brennan yesterday and he told me. Oh, and I can't sake. even remember. Uh, this, you, yeah, I was about eight pints deep, to be fair. <laughs> oh, mate, literally. I, don't, I know Dublin, that's it, but I know it's not that. Well, that's a, a city, isn't it? Um, oh, mate, I'm, I'm screwed here. I ain't gonna lie to you. And I'm yeah, gonna have you, to have you even got a Scooby what the no. first letter was? Mate, no. I can't even tell you what I did this morning, let alone yesterday night after eight pints. 
Um, well, I'm guessing you were in the Charlton defence after those eight points. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Like any places in in Ireland? Like I've, county, I've been to, I've been to Donegal or something. I don't know. I was just I was just thinking it's going to be something small in it, something like something like that that you. I've I've, if you know, I don't know anywhere in Ireland, so I would just say just pick somewhere. The fact made, you said town, yeah, please, I think best. we can rule out the lights of like Cork and Dublin and stuff like that. So let's go with Donegal and just. It's done. Oh, is, is that it's a general place? I thought I mean, I was it is a place. I don't know if it's in Northern or Southern Ireland or even on the island of Ireland, but it sounds Irish. Probably Isle of Dogs. Sad, but, sad yeah. day for right, we'll go done this is. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Sorry, is, is that your final answer then? Yeah, final answer. Yeah, yeah go on then. We're not strong enough. We've not got the depth. Oh, they've slipped up right at the final hurdle. So it's Athlone. Athlone, and he played for Athlone Town as well. Yep. Don't ask us like, what his weight is or something, though. <laughs> uh, well, Can so he... it's currently eight. I hope it's eight what's his all. blood type. It's eight all, and I want to know, Bad Santa Gas, what blood type is uh, Anthony... No, um, so to win it, how old, according to Transfer Market website, is Anthony Hayes? <laughs> Raging. Uh, I, 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 know, I know this. Oh, Kyle, ben, thinks he's no, Kyle thinks he knows it. I know Get it. Get it wrong for the from... tiebreaker. Oh, the problem is, he might have had a birthday. Yeah, he <laughs> tends to have one every year. <laughs> Uh, does he? Flip it out. Because writing like handbook, so it's either thirty-five or thirty-six. He's that young. Wow. I was yeah. gonna say early forties. Thirty-six. Right, it's all on you. It's all on you. You're the you're the man who comes in out of nowhere. Can you win the quiz for the bad Santa guards? What's your final answer? Thirty-six. Fuming, but it's another point on the board. Oh! He's done it! He's done it! Kyle Andrews out of nowhere God wins the Charlton Live quiz 2022. He's 36. He turned 36 in October, and Kyle Andrews has won the uh, Charlton Live Christmas quiz 2022 for the Bad Santa Guards by nine points to eight. And Nathan, I mean, how do you feel knowing that you could have taken this to a tiebreaker if you didn't have such a drinking problem? Then, yeah, I think the lessons learned for this, kids, is do not drink alcohol and then have conversations about geography. Yeah, <laughs> but as soon as you said quiz. it, as soon as you said it, I thought, yeah, that's what he told me yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm absolutely devastated. But I know well played, Carl and Benji. Done very, very well. Um, pulled some unreal questions out there. Yeah, well, I'm feeling, well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very Argentinian. Yeah, Kyle, I mean, I, mean, I hate to put you on the spot, but is this the greatest achievement of your, of your life? Uh, it's, it's right up there. Uh, de- Straight on the one. CV. Yeah, Ben. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben, did you win the quiz last year as well? I think I've won it every time I've done it, but... Oh, all plaudits to Kyle. All plaudits to Kyle. Yeah, well, there you go. Rescued by his teammates there. The Lionel Messi of quizzing Kyle Andrews. Congratulations. Well, that's it uh, for our Charlton Live Christmas special. Massive uh, congratulations to the Bad Santa Guards for winning uh, the 2022 quiz. I hope you enjoyed playing along uh, to that at home uh, as well. If anyone got 10 out of 10, give us a tweet and let us know uh, that you're uh, less of an embarrassment than the four people we had on the pod uh, this afternoon. Right, thank you to everyone who's tuned in 
in to Charlton Live uh, throughout 2022. Now, the plan is we, we might come back for a little mini show after the Brighton game uh, on Thursday. Just a little short one, just to look back at that game. Uh, we will, of course, have our break uh, over Christmas, so we won't be, uh, won't be back after that until after the Portsmouth game. Uh, but we should be speaking to you um, after, after the Brighton game, at least. Uh, but, um, yeah, for now, uh, many uh, thanks to everyone who has tuned in to Charlton Live throughout 2022. Obviously, we can't do the show without you guys. Those of you uh, who join us on the fans bar, those of you who email us and, and tweet us or just listen uh, to the show and, and, and give us your support. We're really, really pleased um, uh, that everyone comes along for the ride uh, with us. I want to say thank you to well, everyone who's been involved with the show, uh, including those who aren't with us uh, this evening. So Glove Pop, who does all the work uh, behind the scenes. We've got, we've got the likes of Sue and Tom and Terry uh, who aren't with us on the show this evening, um, of course. And uh, yeah, and Lewis as well. And um, those four of us who've joined us uh, this week. Uh, so a massive thank you. I'll go in order, first of all, to Nathan for, for drinking so eight pints. Yes, I'm still, I'm devastated, mate. I'm, I'm fuming with myself, <laughs> but hey, so it's been good fun. But yeah, no, thanks to, um, been enjoyable, somewhat mad saying that really, considering the season. But yeah, it's been enjoyable, yeah. And um, I hope everyone has a nice Christmas and uh, a nice new year and let's hope for a positive uh, window. Yeah, massive thank you to our, our debutant this season, uh, Joe Puddles. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the team this year, mate. Yeah, it's been great joining you guys, obviously. I've said that before. Um, uh, I hope everyone has a more enjoyable Christmas than we've had the uh, last few few uh, few weeks. And then, uh, well, Brighton and then Boxing Day. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Uh, ben Cloak, uh, congratulations for winning the quiz once more. Uh, thank you very much. I all applaud it to Kyle there. But um, do you know what? Next year, I think we're going to win the Fo- Football Su- Supporters Federation Award. I think this is have you had, oh, yeah, have you had eight pints as well, Ben? I think I've had ten. I'm just <laughs> loving it. I'm down two when we won. So, <laughs> yeah, we well, next year's our year. We're going to do it. Yeah, excellent. And also a massive thank you to the, the club photographer, Kyle Andrews, for, for joining us on the quiz and absolutely well, making a, make, making a massive show of the others. Well done, Kyle. Absolute pleasure. Um, I've not ruined it for everyone. No, not especially, not especially, just a little bit. Right, I'm Louis Mendes, thanks for listening. We're going to send you off into the new year with some of our favourite moments from this season so far. This is quite a short clip, but Merry Christmas to you all. We shall see you again after the Brighton game. Masumi, ball across to Fraser. Fraser finishes. There's the opening goal. Payne, Payne across, looking for Lieburn, Lieburn, oh it's a goal, Miles Lieburn, scores for the Alex, and the cries of Lieburn go up. Gets the ball first across, across the block and Taylor, a counter attack from the Alex gives them the lead. Everybody, it's a header at the far post. Didn't see who it was. That's a lovely shot. Oh, oh, Henry! Oh, what an equaliser that is! An absolute stunner from Aaron Henry. It's Owen O'Connell. Can he win it? Sends forward, and he does. Keeper went the right way. Got something on it. Blows his whistle, Stockley slowly walks up and drills it and gives Joan the two goal lead. Claire thinks about a shot, goes for it as well. Oh, 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 oh. 
What a strike from Sean Clare. That's straight to Kirk again. Can he finish this time? Yes, he can. Maybe with the help of defender. A lovely football from Charlton. And Charlie Kirk finally gets Sides the goal. tries to set him up again. Lieberman! Miles Lieberman scores in front of the covered end. The perfect end to a perfect night. Does so, and it's there! Miles Lieber opens the scoring for Charlton. Yeah, ball into Stockley! Taking a deflection, and it's two for Charlton. That one's an own goal, I suspect. On his left, shoots, and EK finishes off the post. On his return, back in the side, back in the score. Towards Payne, gets a head oh, That's a fine goal! Trying to make space, he gets his head there! And he scores! Right it Blackett is! Taylor for on goal, Blackett Taylor! Doubles Charles Lee! Looking for Aaron O'Connell! Sean have a third! Cuts it back across! Yes! And there's the finish this time! From Jezza and Raksaki! Session driving towards the edge of the area, needs some support, gets it in Fraser. Control and get it wide to Morgan. There's men in the middle, in comes the deep cross. Dobson's at the far post. It's that! It's far, far! George Dobson has equalised! Charles has scored twice in added time! And it's far, far! What a game! At the valley! Charles four and Swiss four! Charlton Live. Yeah, what was the tiebreaker? <laughs> uh, so the the tiebreaker. I mean, it's just it's just a stupid one. So, oh, let, let's. Do, do you guys want to play the tiebreaker for fun, quickly? Oh, hundred yeah, percent. I don't understand why they didn't get it wrong. Then, all right. Yeah, so, because right, you, so, Lou, Lou, you do know if if we get this right and they get this wrong, I'm literally tweeting saying it was a draw. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I, I've set up those two WhatsApp groups for you to confer because obviously if, if you guys yeah. confer where you can both see it, then you can sort of play off each other's answers. So just make sure you go in your tie, tie break group that I've set up on WhatsApp and I'll give you a, a, like two minutes or so. So the question is, we, we've played 31 games in all competitions so far this season. Right, so excluding the penalty shootouts, how many goals have been scored for and against in those 31 games? So if you guys go into your WhatsApp groups and have a little conversation, I'll give you two minutes and then and then come back with your answer. What? So 31 games in all competitions. How many goals for and against overall? And League and Cup, yeah? Yeah, League and Cup, Papa John's, everything. So we've been in 31 games altogether. And we, there's been a certain amount of goals scored. Obviously, whoever's closest will would have won the tiebreak if it went to that. Although if you both exactly the same amount out, that'd be a bit weird. It's fascinating watching your little chats going on in the in the group chat. <laughs> if we've both got the same answer, it seems to be such an anti-climax. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> well, I haven't set up a tiebreaker for the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I literally right. like... 15 seconds. I'm, I'm going to need an answer in the group in 15 seconds, all right, boys? Do you think so, we've undercooked it, JP? So, over. so the JP and, and 
and Nath have put an answer, we'll, so it was. We can take. Oh. We can. We can go to that one if you want. No, no, we'll stick with your hunch one. Well, that was. So just can you just it. can you just put? Can you just clarify in the group which one you're going for? Nath, you put which one you want out of those two. Uh. All right, all right, mate. If you're our first answer. If our first right, answer right, is have we, have we got a final answer? Ben and uh, Kyle? Kyle's gone with... Right, have you, have you, all right so that, is that your final answer, that last one from Kyle, yeah? Yeah, it's a guess. It's, <laughs> no, it's, right, it's goals okay. it's, it's for and against, isn't it? For and oh, against, together. yeah. All right, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to yeah. take those two as your final answers. Okay, so I will let you know that one of you is eight out and one of you is seven out <laughs> that is so right, that is ridiculous so the correct answer <laughs> is 93 guitar zeros have gone for 85 bad santa guards have gone for 86 so they were only oh. seven out of bad santa guards so they win the tie break as well so nathan and joe i, I don't know if i can even invite you back onto this show in the next year because you've embarrassed Mate. yourself over and over Oh, and no, if, had, you had, if you hadn't had talked me out of that, I, I know. Because <laughs> you had, had at one point, you had 90 and you were only three out at one point. That just said, I, I just think worse by saying I remembered the Walsall game at the very last second. And added uh, so you on. literally added the one goal for that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Cheers, Carl. Ruin my Christmas. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right, to be fair, I forgot, I forgot seven other goals, so <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not good enough, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How many right. goals we scored in as scored and conceded in the league, Kyle? Are you that, that thirty one and thirty? I know that one. Oh, <laughs> so we start right, with right, the same number then. Brilliant. <laughs> there we go. Well, you are just a disgrace, Nathan Joe, but thanks for trying anyway. <laughs> no worries, thanks, mate. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.